Hello, and welcome to Enter the Chat Podcast, where we talk about anime, video games, and all things nerdy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Qua. And I'm your other co-host, Siri. And let's enter the chat. Are we going to add that now? Because that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's do it. Today is Thursday. Yeah, I had a funny moment at the office today. My supervisor came over and she we both had a rough day. And that's why I was the office at the office till real late. And we were both just grieving of what type of day we had. And then I said, Well, at least tomorrow's Friday, right? <laughs> I just don't know what day it is anymore. It is Friday tomorrow, so you are right. I was right, but I still, like, today felt like Friday, but I was disappointed that it was Thursday. Yeah, it does feel like Friday. Oh, before we jump in, I do want to say Qua is awesome. He stopped by my place this weekend and dropped off the most amazing gift. If you guys don't know me, I love things like Lego and building things, and this is not really building, but... He got me, I don't even know what to call it. I couldn't describe it to my family. It's like a a pegboard. Like, it's color-coded. It's, it's it's like a canvas, and there's a picture, and you just put these little pellets on there. The three canvases that he got me all in one box was Iron Man and the Hulk Iron Man. So I'm so excited. I hope you can, like, do all of them and it's not like one of those things where you if you want the off. other one you have to take them off that would be really annoying we so. will find out i i would hope they have three different ones because they have a picture on the back side where you can frame it and put it up on your wall when it's finished mm-hmm. so and then maybe you could just put up all three you know that'd be really cool too yeah my my family hates that i have a nerdy apartment with nerdy art i guess iron man isn't nerdy <laughs> He's life. Sure. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to give a shout out because that was an amazing gift and I really appreciate it. So you're welcome. All right. Now, Glad now. You liked it. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw it in the store, I was like, yeah, Siri needs this. <laughs> for backstory, I think the lore here is one one weekend in what 2019 i gave myself a me weekend this is before i lived in my apartment by myself i was living at home i i am a hyatt member and so i got a free weekend to stay at one of the hotels so i booked myself an entire weekend i was just gonna do nothing because i'm terrible at doing nothing so i wanted to dedicate to myself he let me construct the red lion from the voltron figurine with Legos and it was just so therapeutic. I just had the, a movie on and I was just making it. And I did that in the first hour I was there and I was like, now what? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you did that that day. I forgot you did that. Yeah, but, I took, I took yeah, a picture after of that, I was like, a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, after that, in the back of my head, I was like, okay, Siri likes Legos. I'm going to find something else for her. I've been playing with Legos since I was a kid. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I gave it to you, you're like, are you sure? What if I mess up? I'm like, how would you mess up like go? <laughs> yeah, especially because it came with instructions. So yeah, if I just can't read. <laughs> it didn't even require reading. It was just pictures. 
okay you know what i mean they're instructions you have to follow them but yeah i i'm glad you like your gif so that was good yeah, thanks uh let's see what did i do i haven't watched any anime actually no that's a lie i started dragon ball super i was about to say you've yeah, been live yeah. texting me something yeah. <laughs> yeah i've been watching dragon ball super and i have to say even though i know all the spoilers kind of like in dragon ball super now because you know me i'm spoiler king i enjoy, i thoroughly idea. enjoy all the nostalgia and all the character development in dragon ball super because vegeta is one of my favorite characters like despite how like evil he was in like Dragon Ball he's Z, he's a lot of people's the... favorites to yeah. be fair. But like the character development for him in Dragon Ball Super is like top notch. Like I would never have imagined him becoming this doting father, this loving husband who like protects Bulma. You know? It... Oh, I love that too. Yeah, he's I'm like, like, what did you damn. do to my Bulma? <laughs> what did you do to my Bulma? <laughs> Yo, uh, I know it's just an an, an anime. And it's written this way, but props to Bulma for taming that beast because yeah. no woman would want to deal with someone like Vegeta and yeah. marry them, reproduce children. Like, that. props to Bulma. And she supports him, like, 100%, too. It's, like, it, it's, like, so no, she, interesting. She keeps him in line when he's, like, getting all hot-headed. She's just like, bitch, you ain't gonna get like that with me. You better listen to what I say. Yep. <laughs> and she'll, like, talk back to anybody who's beating up vegeta too oh, of course yes <laughs> i do love i do love that dynamic it, it, it was very random when you find out when this is this is kind of spoilers if you haven't watched dragon ball z or the franchise but whenever you find out that trunks with trunks from the future comes to whatever time period the present and reveals that his parents are bulma and vegeta it was like like Vegeta has a heart to marry a woman, treat her right, and have a child and take care of the child. Yeah. So that was really funny. I mean, back when I watched Dragon Ball, uh, when Goku was a kid, I always thought that Goku and Bulma would get together. No, I'm weird I never like that. Because it never really because they were always together, you know. Chi Chi kind of came on a lot lot later, and then you find out that, you know, she like asked for his hand in marriage, I guess, or the ox team. I don't remember that much, but I do remember not thinking, oh, Goku and Bulma are going to get together. No, that's not it. Hmm. I thought Krillin and Bulma would get together. Or Yamcha and Bulma. That too. That too. They did date. They did date. Man, Bulma is a hot commodity. What is yeah. up? Yeah. And then Chi-Chi also keeps Goku in line too. It's... it's... I feel <laughs> so sorry for Chi-Chi. I'm sorry. I could never be in that marriage that that dude is too busy training too busy dying and being in heaven and i mean they live in a universe where they have the capability to wish people back but that's just a lot of heartache it's like oh you're here for a day oh you're gone again i have to raise these two children by myself without a partner you know, wait or... there's dragon balls <laughs> no <laughs> No, it's funny when they forget that Dragon Balls exist to bring people back. Um, Just like the whole premise of the TV show. Right, right. Roll, roll like, credits. I mean, even I don't think the Dragon Balls have taken any like precedent these days. They're just basically used as a a mechanic to resurrect people now instead of, you know, um, I think that you can also grant other wishes too. yeah, but they don't use it. That's the thing. They don't use it for other wishes, really. Uh, I mean, spoiler alert, they 
you know, bring back Frieza or whatever with the ball Dragon Balls. But I mean, it wasn't like. I forget why. Uh, his army came by, like his remaining, her last remaining army came by and they're like, we need to bring back Lord Frieza. So mm. they bring back Lord Frieza and Frieza realizes he needs to train up to beat the, the Saiyans or whatever. So he trains up and he gets a new form. I'm not going to say what it is in case anybody wants to. Like... Oh, good. Because I almost said it myself. Yeah. But I mean, when someone died, he <laughs> they were like, no. But then. Goku comes by, well, it's like, because, there's Dragon Balls. <laughs> but those, when once you use the three wishes, the Dragon Balls are gone for what? I think it's seven years? No, just one. Is it one year? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, roughly that's, around one that's year. That's still a long time. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It, it's just interesting. Although, I don't think it took it a year to revive said dead person. I think it was likely because... The timeline didn't make sense to me. They brought Frieza back. Then he trained for four months. Then he came back. He killed people. Then they brought people back. So that wasn't even a year. It was just four months. So I don't... Maybe it's like I a... Think, I think there's... And I, I could totally be misspeaking about this. But I think there are two sets of Dragon Balls. I feel like there's two different Shenrons. Yeah, there were. But one was on planet Namek. And the other one was on Earth. That's what it is. There's Yeah, okay. So but different... on Earth, there's only one set now. Dende is the only guardian who holds the Dragon Balls. So the dynamic is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's kind of weird, but plot armor, right? Plot armor. All well, plot well, armor. how far did you ha- have you gotten so far? They just beat Frieza. So they just beat Frieza. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I do love what the one comment Quas sent me was: <laughs> "Is Vegeta in a skirt?" <laughs> It's like, no, that's definitely an apron. <laughs> no, from the side, like when I first saw it, it looked like a skirt. Then they did the, the full shot of them together. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's definitely an apron. But uh, you would never think that he would be in an apron. Pink one at that. Yep. Yep. The things that's... he does to get stronger. <laughs> hey, got to admire a man with drive and ambition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what else did I do? I started Jupiter's Legacy. It's a new show on Netflix. It's kind of like the boys on Amazon, where it kind of explores hero culture and all the issues they have. Is um, this in their... live action or is this animated? Live action, live action. And it kind of explores like hero culture and all the stuff that goes on in the background and how they go with their day-to-day lives and how they struggle to, I guess, maintain their superhero per- persona without like damaging their own personal lives. So very interesting so far i'm not sure where it's going right now i'm a little confused it kind of flips back from like how the heroes were created at the beginning to like present day stuff they they talk about the the stock market crash that happened in 2020 and i was like uh okay <laughs> this is pretty relevant okay. uh <laughs> yeah so it was interesting i enjoy it so i can't I'm almost done with it, so I, I'm wondering what it's going to end up with. So we'll see. Okay. Anyways, how about you? Continue. I I finally got to the end of the season four of Attack on Titan. Yeah. I was very angry about it. Cliffhanger, gonna... right? Cliffhanger, mega cliffhanger. 
it's it's one of those where things are really starting to get good mm-hmm. and it's building up to this big kaboom action thing and then it's like nope you gotta wait till 2022 and i gotta wait longer because i only watched the dub for attack on titan oh my god i hope they do simul dub but not too delayed probably not doing it okay well i haven't checked if dr stone has a new episode i need to do that but season two of dr stone is done with the subbed so the sub is done but i think coming along Right. I think it's a few episodes behind, so I've got a little bit more to go. There was something else I thought I watched on the anime side, but I don't think so. I don't think so. I I contemplated watching The World Ends With You at one point, but I just was not feeling doing the sub. I know Skate Infinity is about to finish the dub on their side, but no new anime at this point. Um, You could always continue on Guilty Crown. Nope. The one thing I did watch in the last week, and it kind of ties into the gaming news, is Resident Evil 8 Village released. And that was a pretty big deal for the past year. I remember mm-hmm. watching the trailer like two Game Award shows ago, something like that. And I'm not going to give any spoilers because it is still very fresh. But I will say my one gripe i don't even play the resident evil games mind you but i have watched some of them this is basically resident evil 4 with higher definition graphics and my one joke that i kept telling qua is this ethan character is just basically god yeah <laughs> he, he goes takes through everything he goes through so much pain and he gets you know when you I mean, obviously, you're the protagonist and you can't die unless you actually really, really die. But, you know, he gets shanked, he gets limbs cut off, and he just, like, pours his magic medicine all over his hands, and then he's healed. And I just think it's so hilarious and unrealistic. Plot armor. Plot armor, for sure. But I, I, I didn't quite latch on to this game. I will say that they marketed it. This goes back to our last episode about fan service. They definitely played up fan service for the marketing of this game because, slight spoiler, the game is not about Lady D and her three daughters that everyone was drooling all over, but they're kind of dead. So gross. I don't know what you guys are into. There's so and, many memes online right now. <laughs> and it's like, they they were fetishizing these beautiful Victorian women to sell the game, but the game's not even about them. They're right. just one piece of it. Mm-hmm. There's a whole old, a whole arching plot that didn't quite click until the end. Right. Like I the will, big I'm, reveal and everything. Yeah, and I'm glad that there were still some horror elements, horror survival, because. I will say, okay, Resident Evil 4 focuses on, like, a the Plagueis thing that that turns people into these parasite things. Not so much zombies. This one does have zombies. And I'll say they're more like mutants. They call them lichens, which mm-hmm. is confusing because lichens is from Underworld franchise, movie franchise, where they're werewolves. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But you do... 
you have to go through dark places and there's jump scares and everything. And so I, I, I give them props for maintaining that survival horror piece of it, not just being a, oh, these village people are just like weird in a weird cult and like, whatever. And so, yeah, I was really upset. I was like, these these ladies are not even a big part of the deal. <laughs> They're not even a big part of it. So annoying. Yeah. But yeah, I saw a lot of like Twitter memes going around on i mean she's nine feet tall i think something like that yeah so yeah terrifying but fan service yep a pro tip though when when you're in the area with lady d and everything and she's chasing you around the 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 lp that i watched for it the the person they would run away from her and then go hide in where you can purchase you know your ammo whatever like item your item shop and then just wait in the room and she'll just like wait out there she won't come pursue you in there and then if you wait long enough she'll just go back on loop and you can you can just continue without having to deal with her i thought it was so funny i was like this is so broken yeah this is so broken i thought it was also pretty broken when you could like pause the game to make more ammo or i think that's what it was well, I think I you can do correct. that in the regular game, can't you? I think so too, but I just I never played them. I just know like I've seen play people other play be other people playing it and I'm just like where's the like, immersion? I know it's not like Kingdom Hearts where you're when you're in a battle mode, you can't access the pause menu. You have to get yeah. through all the enemies first. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but you yeah. can you totally can pause yeah. and like get a healing item or yeah, whatever. I'm like, so. where's the immersion? As Matthew yeah. would say. <laughs> where's the immersion? But yeah, that's the biggest thing that I watched. And by watched, I mean I just kept it on as background noise because I didn't want to focus too much and give myself too much anxiety. But I I it definitely has a big mind blowing moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I, right. I, and then I sorry the last thing I'll say is I learned that because after I I watched art like uh, Resident Evil Eight I watched a couple of videos explaining the story of Resident Evil and I will explain that later for our actual topic. Mm. <laughs> All right, on to some news. Yes, there's a lot of news that happened in the last week. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure. So the biggest thing gaming wise for me is Fall Guys 4.5. So like a half update, which they're naming Dave, the Dave update. That's happening today. And so my sister, her boyfriend and one of her coworkers were going to be gaming tonight for it. We we had no idea when it was going to drop, but we just happened to her coworker was like, hey, when are we going to fall again? And then so we decided, let's do it Thursday. And I'm like, okay, at this time, though. And then Fall Guys released, oh, tomorrow, dropped a new update. And it's like, yes, good timing, good timing. So some of the big updates are they have two new levels. One of them is the sequel to Slime Climb, which is called Slime Scraper. And then they have another one called Button Bashers, which sounds horrible because apparently you're going to be split into 1v1 dueling pairs. I don't want to deal with people. And then they they they've got some new improved things. They've addressed some bugs in the game, but I think the biggest one 
that they're not really playing up, and I'm not sure what it means, is they have an update that says PC and PS4 players can now matchmake together in all game modes. Which is something I thought they already had, but I guess I was wrong. So I'm guessing that means that we can go in the same lobby, but we can't, because they say cross-platform parties are not possible yet. So, so I have a friend who has Fall Guys on the PS4. We wouldn't be able to game together yet. Yes, but you could happen to randomly meet each other in, in yes. the lobbies. We wouldn't. I mean, we know where to start on that. So, yeah, that's pretty exciting that it's moving in that direction. So yeah, I'm cool. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Some shorter news: Nintendo apparently is making a Super Mario animated movie. Oh, animated! And... I thought this was going to be live action. No, they're working with Illumination Studios, which is notorious for the Minions franchise. It's a Super Mario animated movie. Oh, that could be cute. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, not the live action, whatever that was. I don't even remember when it was made, but yeah. it just looked bad. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything released for that, just the fact that they are making one. And a lot of other movies, too. Dragon Ball Super is getting a movie. Another one, not Brawly. Brawly was Bro- the Broly. Broly. Sorry, I, I don't Broly. know. I can't it's, say it. It's Broly. Broly, not Brawly. Yes. Bro- oh, I Brawly's was... the Pokemon gym leader. Yeah, Broly is the dub. Broly is voiced by Vic Mignogna. Okay. Okay. So he definitely said Broly Pokemon. when I went to go see him. Yeah. Yeah. So no no plot no plot no promotional images or anything like that for Dragon Ball Super just the fact that they're making one and I'm not shocked but I am glad because I will say the end of Dragon Ball Super I was like I was texting one of my friends I was like that's it there's no more I'm really sad right now I've been watching Dragon Ball for so long but let's see what else we got here Final Fantasy VII Remake light novels. There's two of them bundled together. One of them is, one of them is called Two Paths, and it's going to focus on Tifa and Aerith and their stories. Don't know much more about that. And then there's a Material Ultimania. Don't know what that is either. Everything was in Japanese, but I just know that came out in the last couple days. I don't know if they're uh, going to make an English version of that. They usually don't. I don't think so. I think I read that too that they weren't going to oh, yeah. make any translation ones for Western. So that's that's unfortunate. Let's see. One weird thing, and I don't understand why. There's still a PS5 shortage, and they're projecting that it's gonna continue through 2022. And now Nintendo Switches are having shortages. I mean to be fair, they were already having shortages last year in 2020 uh, when Animal Crossing came out. Yeah, um, that's something I, I, bl- I blame COVID because everyone's like, we need we need entertainment. What's easy and portable? Uh, one of the main things, I think, is because their CPU chips are like not being produced fast enough. Can't make PS5s because it's like a supply and demand kind of thing. They don't have enough supply of those to make more consoles. So that that's like things, I know people are but... still waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. I know you can't get a PS5 easily without paying more than retail. So that's Nintendo Switches isn't as bad now, but I mean, it's still pretty hard to find one. You can always get this the Switch Lite, I suppose. But I mean, it's sad. 
Yeah. 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 Let's see. All right. So in some quick anime news, so we've mentioned the water polo new anime coming out. It's called Re-Main. They dropped their key image, a promotional image for the show, and I and I I believe it's releasing in July. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's just an image of the main character who I, I assume is a main character, and he's holding a water polo ball or a volleyball, and then he's with some guys in the pool. They're in regular school clothes, so whatever. Very colorful image. Releases July 4th. July 4th. Yep. So that's one I'm probably going to dedicate to sub. <laughs> and I will do that one sub because I'm excited for it. Yeah. And then the last bit of news I have is Quan and I, we both identified something that we really liked or were intrigued by at the Game Awards last year is a game called Scarlet Nexus. That drops this year as a game, but then it was released that there's a TV show following it. I think literally a week after the game drops. So I'm conflicted what I want to do with that. If I want to play the game first and then watch it or watch it and then play the game. I've always in the the games that I've played that have anime not adaptations, but components to them. I've always played the game first. Right. Same. But I don't know. I don't know if this game is going to be any, on anything I can play. I don't remember. I think it's only on Switch. I thought it was only on Xbox. You might be right. I don't know. Oh, nope. It will. Okay, so I guess they, update, they either updated or they just promoted it wrong so playstation 4 playstation 5 xbox one xbox series x and series s and microsoft windows so pc yep windows would be pc okay i'm not i'm not tech savvy shut up (laughs) i just sent you a part of the thread you sent me i thought this was pretty funny you know it's a strong anime character when they sit like this oh oh no (laughs) that's hilarious I don't know who the last two are, but the top two versions. Um, uh, so funny. Um, I think the bottom right is from Scarlet Nexus. So, ah, yeah, but yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, that is funny. And then for the news I saw, I thought was really funny today. I saw that this morning is Pokemon cards have been banned from selling in Walmart and Target, and I think most retail stores maybe. Um, and they're gonna do online orders only because apparently. People have been violent trying to buy these. Like people would, I think the the last straw was a dude actually pulled out a weapon to get cards from someone as they were walking out the store, because there's a lot of resale value in the cards nowadays. Because um, people kind of because of COVID, you kind of went back to like old pastimes. So now cards, card games are starting to be more popular again, and so you could buy a packet of, you know, $3 Pokemon cards. And then if you pull the magical card, it could be a hundred bucks. It's like winning the lottery, I guess. Um, I'm so so triggered because I lost my binder of Pokemon cards when I moved apartments in LA. mm -hmm. I think I left them in my first apartment and someone got lucky and had all of my holographic cards in the first edition. Oh, yeah. A lot of resale value nowadays. I cry. Other news. 
I did get this on an email. Anime Expo Lite is a virtual anime expo convention that they're doing to kind of like make up for the fact that they probably aren't going to do one this year again. I thought they announced uh, they weren't going to be in person. That they weren't going to do it in person. This is virtual. This is a virtual one. Streaming. Right. I thought we knew that already, though. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But either way, they're not making it free. It's going to be a $5 charge to attend it. But, but the $5 does not go to them. The $5 is actually all going to charity, which is actually really cool of them. It's to a charity called Community Action Fund by Hate as is a Virus to kind of like support anti-hate groups. I almost said that wrong. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's but awesome. Anime Matsuri is still going on. July 7th through 8th. Are you Houston. shocked? I'm not shocked. Are you shocked? I'm not shocked. But if anything, they're probably, I don't know. I have a feeling they might like extend it again or, you know, cancel it again. Like last year, they did it like the weekend before, which is insane because people had like non-refundable hotel tickets and stuff if they still intended on going. But yeah, that's like the convention news I have. I'm most likely not going to go. Oh, no. The first yeah. the first thing I'm going to is going to be San Japan in September. Over a oh, really? Weekend. Yeah. OK. OK. That's fun. Yeah. yeah Courtney I'll... and I are going to go do that. It was funny. We were on the phone together and they did not. Their website was not functioning ready? properly. Yeah. They oh. were not ready. The the hotel blocks. Because they have Hyatt and Marriott, and of course I'm a Hyatt member, so I wanted to reap the benefits. But it they were they said, oh, we're gonna open everything, registration, hotel blocks, everything at noon on this one Saturday. The Saturday that I got my vaccine shot, by the oh, way, okay. I was doing this an hour before I was supposed to leave. And at noon, Courtney took care of our tickets, and then I was trying to do the hotel through Hyatt. Uh-huh. And it just kept saying, oh, this link is not working. It's expired. And I'm just like, so it took them 20 minutes to get their shit together. Uh-huh. 20 minutes. And I oh, I was nearly about because the Marriott opened first. Yeah. And we, I was just trying to refresh the Hyatt, refresh the Hyatt. And I'm like, and I'm like you know what? We're just going to do Marriott. It's a little bit further, but whatever. And so I was about to hit book. And then Courtney was like, wait, the Hyatt's open now. The Hyatt's open now. And so I canceled everything and then redid it through the Hyatt. It was the whole thing. Hey, at least you got it right. Yeah. Too bad it's in September. I can't go. Yeah. Well, it's Labor Day and it's your birthday. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's, that's the soonest I'm going to be going to a con. I think my first one is probably going to be back south. What now? Back south. Oh, PAX. When is PAX? January? January. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was like, that's, that's a whole... I thought they, I thought they moved it up because... Yeah. Or or it might be Onicon again. And that's in November. Yeah, that's in November. But I don't know. That's one. That one's kind of small, so I might not go to it again. But it was a lot of fun, and I do really like doing the, the beach photo shoots. That was a lot of fun. So... Maybe, maybe we'll see. I hope, I hope if you go, there's remain cosplays. Oh boy, that's probably going to be a thing there. But it's November; it's gonna be cold. Yeah. It'll be at the end of it. It wasn't that cold when I went, actually. Well, it is. It is Houston. It is Texas. Right. Yep, it was pretty humid, but really, really nice. 
weather and really nice scenery to take photos at. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for anime news. How about we dive on into our, our topic of the day? Yeah, whatever we call it. What is it about? So basically, Siri and I were talking about this probably on Monday. Because Siri oh, yeah. mentioned something about So maybe, maybe, maybe I should maybe I should leave. Okay. <laughs> so the reason why we decided to have this topic, because we had something else planned, but after watching Resident Evil 8 Village, I wanted to understand how we got here. Because I wasn't sure of the lore. I've only seen a couple of games. And so I watched a couple of videos that I was hoping it would tie in Resident Evil A, but no one had acted that fast enough. So it was it was video. It were, there were videos that were leading up to Village, so that was helpful. It was like a two hour video, and it walked you through all the games and all the side games like Revelations, Revelations Two, or Chapter Zero, or whatever. And I just was telling Quas like, I am like, I'm listening to this being told in chronological order, and I'm still confused of its history of its journey and i learned that leon kennedy is not even the main guy of this franchise it's chris redfield i mean i knew chris was important but everyone always talks about leon because i guess resident evil 2 was very iconic Mm -hmm. for the franchise and so everyone gravitated to leon and claire but yeah, no, Chris is the, the MVP of the whole thing. He's in almost every single game at some right. point. Yep. And I was just so confused. And I just, you know, it raised a question. How do these long running franchises, both anime and video games, how do they keep up with the story, the plot and still keeping it fresh? Because now at this point, in my opinion, Resident Evil and some other gaming franchises are just cash grabs at this point. Right. Because you're you probably you being the developers or writers you probably did not anticipate how successful it was going to be and you had a finite story to work with and so now you have to pull in these different elements to keep it engaged with your audience so yeah basically to sum it up is <laughs> i'm very long-winded all these all these long series either in game or in anime versus all these shorter ones that are kind of like, you know, one episode wonders, one season wonders, one game wonders, you know, how do they stack up? And where are we going to go, I guess, into the future with these kind of like, like, which one do you think is going to continue on and persevere and last? Or are we going to change the model and start doing, you know, just one game design, one plot at a time and not have to do all these franchises? Yeah, see, and that's why... I like Final Fantasy and I guess you could say Persona because they are long. Okay, let's talk Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is long running, but still successful because each game is its own story. Right. And it's its own like inside story. Like you're not going to find elements of the story in other games i guess i mean you'll get like the same maybe battle mechanics same spells and you have um, the, the threads of you know the, the common elements there's always going to be a chocobo there's always going to be a mog or moogle and then sid is always some kind of character mm-hmm. and then the battle theme or the, the victory theme is similar in every game 
those type of things are I'm okay with, you know, long running because that's that's part of your brand. Mm-hmm. But every game is a standalone. You don't need mm-hmm. to play the other ones to understand this one. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. like one of those things. Would you say Final Fantasy has fan service? The iconic one, not, you know. We had this question last episode. <laughs> last episode. I feel like there's a lot of fan service in there uh, in terms of like the battle mechanics and chocobos. And that's all iconic fan service. Definitely. But, I would yeah, I would say yes. But yeah, I think Final Fantasy is one of those franchises that can keep going because it kind of keeps the elements of both. Both like the long the long con because it's like the same kind of franchise same kind of game but each one is its own standalone season i guess yeah story i feel like you can get away with that more so with video games than with anime Mm -hmm. because anime is either and you guys all know me i hope at this point where i all my favorites are very short finite series Mm -hmm. 26 episode at most and i will argue that you can actually do that with anime (laughs) Really? Please, yes. please tell your, tell your, or show so, your work. I remember your gripes with Fairy Tale, right? Okay. The, the, the story there is I've, I've tried starting Fairy Tale at least three times. Mm-hmm. I tried it on my own because my best friend and my other roommate in LA, they both, well, my best friend finished it first and then my roommate watched it, just happened to watch it right after. And then, so they were talking about it, how awesome it was. And I was just sitting there like, Maybe I should give it a chance. I like some of the voice actors in there, and it's you know it's a yeah it's action it's action oriented, but I just could not get past episode ten for whatever reason. And then I tried watching it on Rabbit TV with my best friend in her writers group, and we even made a drinking game to it back when I was drinking, and I still I I had no desire to pursue it. And that was not even that long. I think it's 300 episodes. Something like that. And it's finished. So it's done. I don't know. I some I don't know why. I I, I want to say it's not because it's long. I just don't think it just didn't. It just didn't capture me. Because I've been watching Dragon Ball franchise for a long time. Since I saw it on Toonami. And I, to an extent, I keep up with Sailor Moon too. I, I had the desire to finish past what I already had seen mm-hmm. for some reason, fairy tale just didn't do it for me. Yeah. So with fairy tale, I'm not saying that the system worked, but it was basically a rinse and repeat anime. I know you only got to episode 10. You probably didn't get much through like the arcs or whatever, but each one has its own like little arc where it runs like about 30, 40 episodes and you'll get a story focuses on a character. And at the end of the day, Natsu saves the day every time. Um, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't really get a power up in each one, but at the end of the day, he always eats some sort of fire, becomes super strong and beats the big bad. And that was basically every single arc. Does that not get boring? And this is why I stopped watching it <laughs> <laughs> because I think I got through probably about four or five arcs before I realized the same thing happens every time. Why am I still watching this? Like, like I know they're going to go through weird antics. They might pick up some enemies as new friends in the next arc. But at the end of the day, Natsu saves the day. Like, I haven't seen anybody else save the day. <laughs> so now answer me this, because this applies to me too. But you're, you're going through it. So something like Dragon Ball franchise. Mm-hmm. 
why does that work and keep us engaged versus fairy tale? Because I feel like Dragon Ball also has that rinse repeat pattern. Except, okay, so the difference between Dragon Ball, I think, is he actually gets new forms. Yes, I right. thought about that too, but I grant I haven't seen Fairy Tale. Does not sue the main character, the pink haired dude. Does he not? Okay. He's basically the same idiot who eats <laughs> fire. He's voiced by Todd Haverkorn. Yeah, he gets he gets he eats fire and he punches hard with fire. And eventually he, he gets like, you know, new types of fire, but I mean it looks the same. Maybe it's colored a little differently, but with like Goku and Vegeta and all their new forms and yeah, sure, they have the same Kamehameha, they have the same, you know, blowing spirit energy. Bomb. Yeah, spirit bomb or whatever, but it makes it a little bit more interesting to me because maybe it has that nostalgia factor. Maybe the characters are a little bit stronger, I feel. I, they just have this comedic value to them as well. And I don't know, maybe it's because I grew up with Dragon Ball and I feel like I like it more than fairy tale. I mean, there's plenty of fairy tale fans out there. Yeah, um, and I mean, I mean, Sailor Moon's the same way where every episode, not even season, every episode is pretty much the same, but I still yep. love it. You know, it it starts off all lighthearted and then the enemy targets somebody every, every season. Oh, I just feel like ripped my lip. Sorry. <laughs> that hurt. Rip. Ow. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. So the the enemy identifies a target every episode, and then somehow the girls or Serena or Usagi just happen to stumble upon this said person in some form or fashion. And then that person gets got, but they're not what the bad people are looking for. The sailor scouts come in, they struggle a little bit, then someone hits them, hits the bad guy. And then Usagi does her moon tiara magic or her scepter, and then it it literally rinses and repeats. But Where does uh, Tuxedo Mask come into this? Does I mean, he's not. He's on every breath? episode. Oh, okay, but he still throws his rose, right? And not every time. Not every time. I started to do better. Uh, in no, he does throw it in that movie. Never mind. He pretty much does it all the time, if I remember <laughs> correctly. That's all he does. He throws a rose, and he's all like, "Sailor Moon, Sailor believe Moon. in yourself." Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but remember Courtney did confirm that in the crystal version the new one the revamped one that he is a little bit more useful helpful and useful <laughs> okay all right but yeah it's it's one of those things so then how, here how about this do you think that rinse and repeat cycle works obviously because I, I don't hate Dragon Ball I don't hate Sailor Moon then we hate fairy tale with a growing passion. Okay, I don't hate it. I just can't get into it for whatever. That's why I want to say it's it's either the writing, the plot. It doesn't captivate me. But I will say something like a One Piece where there's actual like close to a thousand episodes. That is so intimidating to me. Mm -hmm. I just I I wouldn't even know where to start. I feel that is a hell of commitment. Like I cannot watch anything else. Until this is done. Are you, you know actually going to do that? No, I would never. That's why I yeah. haven't done it. Yeah. I have to say with One Piece, a lot of One Piece fans really enjoy the character development there. That's probably the biggest straw for One Piece is 
man, that character development is really, really strong. You get to grow with the whole pirate crew. You meet all the side characters. You grow with them, too. Each arc has new side characters that you kind of grow to like and respect or just enjoy. And then he does a rinse and repeat as well. You go to a different island. You do you save that island kind of thing. He does that every time. Luffy always fights the big boss at the end, kind of like Natsu does. But I feel like it builds on their characters more than it does in Fairy Tale. I mean, yeah. they, they have the same idea. That's kind of what they're going for. But One Piece just does it naturally better at least for me i feel like fairy tale seems empty to me because it's the same characters you don't really you do gain some more characters along the way but you don't get to grow with like the side characters and then when the side characters come back you know it's like oh they're back now you know it's kind of interesting because you're like oh yeah i remember them from you know 400 300 episodes ago so that's like one of the things that one piece i think is that's what they have going for them. So I have a question, and this yes. ties into a video game I have in mind. One Piece is obviously long running, one of yep. one of the long running anime out there. Yep. the The more recent content, so do the, and you could say, you could argue this for Pokemon also. Are the stories and plots being recycled at this point? Like, how do they just keep up, keep coming up with new? fresh content to publish honestly one piece i feel like none of the stories have repeated that's the thing maybe like yeah there there's different issues going on each character is being affected differently the way that the the pirate crew um the straw hats kind of come together to solve their problems and then sometimes they have to be apart to solve the problems and it kind of builds onto their character too, is because each story is a little bit different. I don't think I've met a story that's similar to any of the arcs. Like, yeah, there's always a big bad. Yeah, they're trying to, you know, take over an island or a country or trying to, I don't know, enslave a whole race or something like that. And I don't really see it being an issue because he makes it different and it's completely different characters coming in every arc. And He's announced that it's almost coming to an end. So maybe he's run out of stories that's to tell. That's fair. That's fair. So um, the, the reason why I brought it up is because I, I was thinking about Kingdom Hearts. That one is notorious for the most convoluted plot ever. And I, I, I've said this with confidence before in other conversations, but I, I haven't, I don't remember reading this for sure, but supposedly. The way that that whole the entire franchise, the timeline, they just started with Kingdom Hearts one. And then they made up the plot as they went to produce other games. And even watching even more, even more confusing than watching just Resident Evil, trying to keep up with that whole lore, Kingdom watching a Kingdom Hearts timeline explanation video. I watched the same one three times for playing Kingdom Hearts three, and I was still confused. It's just so many different layers and spider webs of information that are just so confusing. And I never really understood where Kingdom Hearts 3 fell and what... Because my best friend, apparently she understood everything. So anything that major, anything major that happened in Kingdom Hearts 3, she was just like, wasn't that crazy? Oh my god, that's insane! Or what? And I'm like, I, at this point, I'm just here to slash some heartless maybe some nobodies you know but 
that and what made that one worse is that they didn't stick to one console. They had games over here in, in like a Nintendo 3DS. They had a PlayStation and they had a mobile game. It it just never was one cohesive thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what's one of the frustrating things about Kingdom Hearts. It's even harder to like kind of figure out what the chronological order is because maybe this happened before Kingdom Hearts 1 started. This is a redo of what happened in Kingdom Hearts 1.5. Or in between or, like these yeah, two games. I'm just like, what? Like Yeah, they what? made up they made up like almost three layers of lore. Mm-hmm. Because spoilers, you start with the the main present timeline with Sora, Goofy, Donald, and then a second layer is the nobodies. Yes, the nobodies. Yeah, the Roxas, Axel, and Shion. And then there's like the third one with Terra, Aqua, and Ventus. And it's just like there's like these three different timelines that somehow come together. And it's just like, what? Right. what is real? <laughs> what is- yeah. It's like, went. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's like one of the things that games do that I don't think anime does too much. I feel like anime has a pretty good idea of what the story is. And if they do have flashbacks, it's like explained why they have the flashback and kind of comes back to it or whatever, right? I don't think I've... Not a lot of anime, I think, are confusing. Unless they do do straight up filler episodes for a while. Like there's a whole season of Seven Deadly Sins. I think the second one where it's not really relevant or canon. The four short episodes. I'm sure I was. I never watched those. I was told not to. Yeah. They didn't do anything really useful except for the last one, which reveals like how it goes to the next season. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much not useful at all, but it can be confusing. Yeah, I'm going to stick to my games that are part of the same franchise, but different storylines. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then how about short ones? You know, can you think of any that are like short, just one season wonders? Oh, yeah, or on High School Host Club. Okay, I heard yeah. they're making a second one. Am I wrong? You always bring that up, but it's never confirmed. <laughs> it's never, it's never going to be a thing. And we have this conversation because I say, I always say, I have the whole manga sitting on my bookshelf that I've had for years. And I always plan to read it because I want to know what happens. But I don't, I just can't get to it. Yeah. But also, Death Note, finite two-part series, Soul Eater. You know, they did that on purpose. Did what? Death Note. I believe it's 100 chapters exactly. Why? They didn't want to have a long-running series. Exactly. And you, yeah, and you find out later, if you watch their second season, Bakuman, which is about manga artists, they explained that's basically their life. That's how they got through like their manga and how they got into the anime and stuff. They wrote a manga about themselves, is what right, it was. I remember you told me about that mm-hmm. when we did the... And they talk about it, and they're like, do you want a long-running series? Kind of like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Bleach one piece or do you want something that's really really good and everybody enjoys it and it's short and sweet and that's what death note was they didn't write about death note in their thing but they had another you know manga in the manga manga section that became an anime and it was also the same idea as like why draw out the story when you can end it on a big bang right and i I think think i prefer that i think a lot of creators are starting to gravitate towards that more and i think it's because you know we have 
shorter attention spans now. A lot of anime seasons are just 25 episodes. They're not, you know, 25 and then you keep going every week. Like One Piece. They don't do that anymore. One Piece is every week. <clears throat> but So like Demon Slayer, 25 episodes. It's like you can count on it being short and you can just, you know, get through yeah, it and be done. It's a struggle because for me, when I discovered on High School Host Club Death Note, they were already done. But being a fan of Demon Slayer, that's one of those, or even Jujutsu Kaisen, those are ones where I discover them when they're fresh. I don't know if I want them to end. Maybe I want them to be like a one piece because I have started from the beginning. But ones that are already finished, I'm more more willing to watch and binge. You know, does that make sense? Because we have shorter attention spans now. A lot of anime now also do like the 12, 13 episode thing. Then they'll do a part two later on. So Attack on Titan. Yeah, Attack on Titan. So it's it's interesting to see that we're kind of switching over to like that short and sweet kind of anime season. But also it's a way to give creators a break as well. Did you know that? So That makes have, total sense. I'm sure yeah. they're the like, for I, One Piece creators are probably tired. <laughs> yeah, the One Piece creators are definitely probably cranking stuff out. And they're doing it every week. They had to like, sometimes they have to slow down because the manga creator has to like, you know, he has to take a break. So they can't just, you know, make an episode if he doesn't have a chapter out. They haven't caught up to him yet. I think they're probably like, I don't know, 10 or 20 episodes behind him. But if he takes a vacation for a month or two, they have to stop. Because if they don't, they're going to run out of material to make anime episodes for. Um, so they don't do the the season structure. They do the straight up weekly. Wow. That's, I mean, that's, they still have like seasons, impressive. but they're more like arcs. So like once an arc is done, they switch over to, you know, they take a like a mini break, I guess, and then they'll continue with the next but it's arc. Not, it's not like us waiting for Attack on Titan part season four, part two in 2022. Mm -hmm. Right. That's it's, a long time. Yeah. One Piece is basically almost every week. They might take one or two weeks off, but they're they're always going to come back. I don't know how factual that is because I don't keep up with One Piece that way. I'm still behind on watching it. I think I'm on like episode 600. <laughs> no, I was waiting for a high number. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I kind of get where the story is going and it is about to end. So maybe one day I'll just, you know, binge, binge it all the way to the end. I need to know what happens. But yeah, I feel like a lot of shows are now gravitating towards that. Well, what do you prefer? I think I'm starting to prefer the shorter ones because it's just nice and easy to kind of just plop myself down in, you know, 25 episodes is what? That's five hours? Yeah, I'm just trying to remember. I, I brought this up before, but I watched Orn High School Host Club in one night. Yeah, so I could just binge it and be done, right? And that's why I like. I mean, I could do that with One Piece too, I suppose. Just binge an arc and be done every time, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Each arc is almost like, 30 40 episodes sometimes so it can be a lot but i think we're switching to that kind of setup i think then probably the newest one that has started doing the long con as we call it was black clover they recently just finished their long con they didn't finish the anime but they've stopped because i guess material isn't there yet the manga is still going they haven't finished the manga just yet but they needed a break. So they've been running that anime for probably about five, six, seven years now. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's a 
pretty long one now. I didn't know uh, that was that. I mean, I knew it was one of those that was long ish running, like medium running. I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was that much though. Yeah. So they've recently stopped it. There's like a big news article about it, like how ah Black Clover is done, but not done, done, just done running as a long running anime. And Bleach kind of picked back up over a couple years ago. Like they thought it ended as an anime. They picked it back up and they're gonna do it. They're gonna continue a through long Bleach. run. Yeah. So I think the age of long animes are starting to come to an end and they're gonna start doing, you know, just seasons. For manga, I'm not sure where that's going. I can't speak to manga. I don't read enough to I don't either, but I mean I kind of correlate it with the anime that shows for them. But I feel like a lot of animes now are just based on light novels. So we're starting that new trend because there's a lot of great maybe final fantasy 7 remake will be made from the light novels we talked about (laughs) you know what's one that's just right in the middle Hmm. it's full metal alchemist brotherhood yes it's not too long but it's not too short i forget how many episodes it actually is but i think that one 54 54 or 56 something like that in the 50s so like two two and a half two two and a half seasons because mm-hmm. they divide into five parts i know that much i don't know why parts but whatever i think that's why i always recommend that one to new anime viewers because it's well first of all it's a great story great plot and uh great characters but it's not too much of a commitment but just enough for you to really immerse yourself mm-hmm. that's something kind of falls in the same boat too right <sighs> Well, if you watch it my way, it's very short. <laughs> <laughs> but that one, that one, I don't really base it off of how long the anime is. That one's purely how witty and well-written I think it is. Full Metal, I factor in the time commitment for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would never recommend One Piece as someone starting anime. <laughs> yeah, just, just here. This is all you need. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yeah, no. I would never do that. Yeah, but uh, I'm notorious for these short ones, so I think it's very clear I'm biased. Uh, Eden of the East is short. It's got, what, 13 episodes with two movies? Oran High School's Club, Death Note, Soul Eater. Uh, sort, of, sort of Online is, it started short for me, but then I finally invested in the later season. I still need to find out if the part two of Alicization, I almost say it like you did, Alicization is dubbed yet. Trying to think what else. I mean, I don't watch any long running ones besides Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. That's that's it. I finished Naruto. That was pretty impressive. That was I can see like the grandeur of Naruto um from start to finish. Yeah, I was trying to do it, but I don't think it's gonna last as good as Naruto did. But it's just part of that is nostalgia, right? We kind of grew up with these shows, so we kind of want to stick with them until they, they finish. I actually started One Piece dubbed, by the way, when it came on 4kids.tv or whatever. 4kids, I don't remember. It was like a Saturday morning cartoon uh, in America. And that's where I started with One Piece, and I started reading the manga, and then I, no I switched idea. over to subbed. Naruto kind of started the same way for me, too, but I think Naruto was Toonami. One Piece was on the the other thing it's funny because when anime came to america as more of like a mainstream saturday cartoon kind of thing sanji 
one of the characters in One Piece is infamous for being a smoker. Oh, I remember like, you told us yeah. the story that yeah. they changed and, it to a lollipop. And it was a lollipop in, in the English dubbed. Of course, they've kind of like redone the dubbed from then and they've made him a smoker again after it kind of like went off the four kids channel. But I always thought it was so funny that he was always a smoker in the Japanese version and they changed it to a lollipop. And I think a lot of animes in the 90s and 2000s, they kind of censored that kind of stuff. Kids, when they thought it was a cartoon, yeah, this is a cartoon. We can't have, you know, adult themes in cartoons. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not the case anymore. It's like we know anime is, it can be a grown up thing and we're going to keep it as a grown up thing. Especially like the fan service stuff. You can't have fan service stuff yeah. for kids. And One Piece definitely fell into the fan service trap later on down the road. That's in what the beginning, I heard last episode. It, yeah. In the beginning, it didn't have it as much. But later on, it definitely fell into the fan service trap. Same with Naruto. Same with Bleach. They started to gravitate towards more of the fan service stuff. Because I think their authors just wanted it to be geared more towards, you know, adult figures as they grow up. I guess I don't know. You start them as kids, and you give them more mature content as they grow up. Yeah. So it's it's interesting what they've been doing um, with the longer shows, kind of gravitating more towards like the adult content um, mm -hmm. and adult themes. A lot of darker shows, and it makes me wonder where do kids start now? And I guess this is kind of like how I was. Yesterday, I found out that my cousin, my little cousin, uh, I think he's probably 11 or 12 now. I feel like you should know that. I, I, I have too many cousins, and I haven't seen him in a while. So Fair point. he changed his Discord image, his profile image, to Miku from Quintessential Quintuplets. I don't think that show is for adults. It has like a lot of good quotes and lessons in there for adults, right? But I wouldn't imagine a kid would like watch the show and enjoy it and understand it as well as an adult would. Or maybe I miss like I'm underestimating an 11 year old's like train of thought. Um, I mean, think about it this way. Dragon Ball Z did have some adult theme stuff in it. And we were watching that. I was watching that at a young age after school. You know, they definitely sexualized Bulma. Mm -hmm. Not so much Chi Chi. And sometimes you would you wouldn't see anything it would they, it was done in a comedic way but goku's had some nude scenes but again they're in a comedic environment it's nothing adult mm -hmm. it's just something funny so i feel like oh. they dialed that back for dragon ball super they haven't had that issue as much i think and at least in the episodes i've seen so far. i think they've made it a lot more not sophisticated but Peaceful. definitely <laughs> tasteful yeah sure uh i don't you know what this is totally not related to what we're talking about but i don't like the way it's animated you don't like the way it's animated everybody's so shiny there's no there's nothing wrong with shiny and new. I, they just look like a little too like it's weird because they it's a cartoon or it's animated but it looks too cartoony <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I suppose. Everyone just looks glossy. How about I don't that? know. It always bothers me when I see the Saiyan's neck muscles extend like <laughs> past their head. I'm just like, how does your body work like that? Like your your head is here, but your neck is like all the way back here. <laughs> yeah, Vegeta's um, neck grew three times larger <laughs> since we yeah. beat him. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny. 
them um, muscles, but yep. But I think Super has definitely kind of tamed down the the fan service stuff, and they kind of just kept the the comedy, a lot of the feelings. Like when Gohan had to fight Frieza, I felt so bad for him because he wasn't expecting. Like he he was like, my dad will take care of this kind of mindset. You know, he he kind of wrote. And he wanted to rely on his dad, and he knew his dad could handle it. But at the same time, it's like he felt so hopeless. Like, it wasn't his fault because he wanted to have a family and he wanted to settle down, right? Well, and that's the thing, too. Like It was that, and then Gohan was so immersed in that fighter culture or Saiyan culture, whatever you want to call it. And he saved the world once in the Cell saga. and. It just, it's sad to me. I felt so bad for him because like, he was the hero at one point and then he felt like it's time for me to finally just accept peace and you said start a family, settle down, but the job is never really done, you know? There's and, always someone bigger. Yeah, it's always someone bigger. God, can you mm-hmm. imagine if we lived in a world like that where <laughs> <laughs> there's just like threats coming every <laughs> so often and we, we need some super saiyan gods on our side <laughs> to help defend the earth. Yeah, that would be terrible. But yeah, I, I felt bad for him. That was like just one of those things. I was like, yeah, this really sucks because you were the hero at one point and now you can't save the day as easily as you once did. I know. It was know. bad. So I will give you some hope that he does come around. No, I'm sure he does. I'm sure after this this arc, he's gonna realize, you know, I can't just rely on Goku and Vegeta. I have to stand on my own and um, train on my own or whatever. I mean, he did I ask would, Piccolo. I would not want to. I would not want to meet a meet a Marius Saban. Yeah, it's just too stressful. I'm just never gonna see you ever. That's not how <laughs> this works. <laughs> But I do appreciate how supportive their wives are, despite knowing how like irritating it is to have your husband like go. Well, I'm irritated. Well, it is irritating, but it's more like, oh my god, is he gonna come home alive today? Yeah, that anxiety of like he could just die at any moment because he's protecting the world, protecting our universe, our galaxy. You know. But yeah. Oh, you have a ways to go. And now that I'm thinking, I'm I'm having flashbacks. I have quite a few. You do. I keep jumping to the last arc, if you will, but there's something in between, and I I keep forgetting about it. There's a lot in between. I there know is. all the spoilers. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, so when's that gonna happen? Probably 50 more episodes. Pink haired Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's going to take a while. So it's fine. I'm enjoying the journey. I am watching it in dubbed. So well, of course. honestly, honestly, Dragon Ball Super dubbed is the way to go. <laughs> I cannot stand Goku. Dub- uh, I tr- I, you be proud of me. I tried to watch it subbed when Super came out because I was that dedicated. I was like, mm. I can't. I can't. I, I can't. lasted two minutes and I was like, nope, nope. But it does drive me nuts uh, how stupid Goku is sometimes. I'm just like, dude, really? Like, To be what? fair, because, okay, so not spoilers, but spoilers. Super starts with Goku riding, on, riding around on a tractor because he's, he's there's peace. Pe- yeah, he's trying to make honest money. But you'd think with someone with strength and capability beyond human 
capability could get some of this stuff done faster. But he's under the rule of Chi-Chi. Like, we need to be a normal family. You can't be, like, freaking people out with the way you do things. And I'm just like, but it's inefficient. It's so inefficient. I'd be exploiting that. <laughs> he could be running and planting seeds, like, at supersonic speed or whatever. And yeah, instead of sitting on a tractor all day, you know. He it honestly just... doesn't even sit on the tractor all day. I feel like whenever someone comes to visit him, he's always like, hey, can you drive the tractor for me? I'm going to train. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> or if he's not doing that, he's flying it around because he broke it at some point and then he's looking for repairs. And I'm just like, do you ever work on your farm? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Poor Goku. Uh, yeah, but I really like the character development there, especially for Vegeta. And I guess for Gohan, too, because now he has, like, a wife and kid. Um, Videl. Yeah. You're lying to yourself, and I'm saying the royal you. Uh, you're lying to yourself if you didn't try to learn how to fly when Gohan taught Videl <laughs> in the Majin Buu saga. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. like, okay, I just got to focus on the MA center energy. Is it happening yet? <laughs> Uh, I sat so yeah. in front of my TV and watched that tutorial over and over and over again. And then, would you say it's a convoluted story as well? Do you do you think Dragon Ball GT exists? GT does not exist. <laughs> that I feel like was a straight up filler saga. Right. I the only good thing that came out of that, and I don't care if I spoil this, is the Super Saiyan Four form. I, I say four form. Yeah, yeah. it's, Cause so it's cool. not. I don't think it's canon. It's not. It's yeah, not. Exactly. It's not supposed to be canon. But we do get introduced to Trunks and Pan a little bit more in that one. But then Pan is not born in Super yet. Is she? Yes, she is. Is she? Oh. Yeah, she's Fidel and she, she's Fidel well, and Gohan. Well, I, well, no, I know that, daughter. but I don't think because in in the in GT she's older. Like she is she, older. She's like Trunks I'm, age. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. In Super, she's not that. Mm -hmm. so that whole gt doesn't exist to me yeah but i, I mean, actually watched a good part a good chunk of it and i was just like why am i watching this? this is trash but i do like the the ss4 form it's really cool looking <laughs> if you want to know what that is go find out for yourself go sit through gt i'm kind of sad they don't turn into giant monkeys anymore you just spoiled it <laughs> it's not it's in dragon ball as well oh that's fair yeah, when he was a kid, he also transformed into giant monkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's like not having a tail actually makes them strong. I don't know. I don't under. I don't quite understand that. So, I mean, we kind of talked about our topic, right? I guess we can kind of see everything kind of moving towards the shorter stuff. Um, and I think that's just how our society is now. We like the shorter stuff. Yeah, attention span is definitely getting a lot shorter. I mean watching just social media on its own something as short as a vine or a tiktok is about all we have scroll culture is a thing so can you imagine trying to sit down and watch something it's already hard for me <laughs> reasons why i can't just sit and watch one piece <laughs> i know anything new i have to dedicate time to i can't mm -hmm. do it passively yep yeah, mm -hmm. dubbed helps a lot though, honestly, which kind of pains me to say. But sometimes I will always is, okay. be happy to hear you say that. 
But yeah. Anyways, I think that's good for today. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, it, it it's just so funny that we came up with this topic because I was complaining about Resident Evil friendship. Yeah, and, and then a lot of stuff just came into my mind. I was like, oh, we can talk about that. And then we can talk about that. And it's just about long shows versus short ones. So mm-hmm. anyways, thanks for joining us, everybody. And we're excited. The next two live sessions are going to be with guests. Mm-hmm. Hope you all are ready. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun time. All right. Quan Siri out. Bye. Peace. Bye.